1: TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Potato Head 657, Kelly Cook, and Joseph. Coming up on TMS, V is for vomit. That's good enough for me.
0: It's Funny Scott Day on TMS.
1: Opening a can of whoopworms.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by the letters U, V, and H. Gross. We should have mugged 2,500. The mirror takes no reflection and leaves no reflection. Wasn't there
1: a show with Jon Stewart called the John Something
0: Show? Pop Rocks carbonated the bad meat. Please, unlurk and speak up. Dashing behind the peaches. Please hit me so I can get a new car. Can mirrors see because stoners, like, really want to know? I don't know why that played. <laughs> I played bass with Somerset Gimp in the 90s. Maybe face Nick gets hitched. I'm the problem with Wendy, and more on this episode of The Morning Stream.
2: Asbestos. 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 Asbestos.
0: Asbestos. Again, asbestos. Soundproofing. Insulating. Easy to fit when molded. Easy to work in the form of boarding. As easy as wood to cut. Plain drilled nail screw chamfer. Homogenous and non-splintering. Light, easily joined and sealed.
3: Hey, silly boy, silly and boy, silly boy.
0: The morning stream. Don't eat that. It's Pluto. Good morning everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the Morning Stream for Thursday, November 9th, 2023. Scott Johnson here, Brian Ibbett there.
1: Yes. Woo! Woo! Woo. It's the it's the uh, it's our it's our week uh, regular show week final episode even though we have a couch party tomorrow, but yeah, we uh, hope
0: we hope you patrons come yeah. and watch live or watch it later. We don't care which way you do it, but we don't love don't care to as have long you.
1: as you watch it. As yeah. long as you come have fun somehow.
0: Yeah, part 2 of Solo tomorrow. That's right. Uh, we watched the first half. So far, I'm kind of having a good time with it. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's, you know, a, it's no Rogue One. No. <laughs> but it's but it's good. It's no Rogue One. Some people hate Rogue One, but uh, I don't know what's wrong with them. They're wrong. Most mm-hmm. people yeah. are wrong. Uh, but it's good to have you all here. We're going to do a show. We got uh, Wendy later. We got a bunch of other stuff. Got some news we'll get to, I'm sure, today. All this sort of stuff. But to start things off, Brian, today... Yes. Uh, does like itch my eye? <laughs> Hold on. There we go. Uh, I got two calls about, uh, I mean, we opened the, we opened the can of, 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 of uh, how do you put it? We opened the- Can of worms. The can of worms. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I was going to say whoop ass, and that's totally wrong.
1: Well, we, we we might. I mean, that's, still, that's yeah. still up in the air. We might open a can of worms, Yeah, but for
0: point. now, it's just worms. Um, but we opened a can of worms when we talked about Disney lines and people having to take a dump in the sure. line and all that. And I knew we were yeah. going to hear from people, but I didn't know one of them would be Gary from Landtronics, formerly, uh, now at Disney, soon to be retired. Sure. Um, he had thoughts and some very interesting takes. So here is the first call is from Gary. Uh, he called 801-471-0462. And left this message okay about pooping This is who in I'd wine.
1: expect to hear from, honestly, because he is our he was until he retired from there, our man on the inside. He yeah, nobody our,
0: who else would know. We don't know any other Disney people, yeah. So, we don't. unless we you don't. guys are just lurking and never speaking up, yeah, here's your if chance. you are,
1: please unlurk. And, yeah. uh, and let's let's chat about uh, uh, free tickets. Yeah, un-
0: <laughs> <laughs> unmoor yourself from the darkness and let the truth That's be told. Right, exactly. Here's yes, what Gary. So. Here's what Gary had to say. Check this out.
1: Hey guys, uh, it's Gary now, no longer from Batu. Gary of leisure, I guess. Uh, you're talking about uh, pooping in line at Disneyland. We didn't see a whole lot of that, uh, even at Rise of the Resistance. But uh, that would have been known as a Code H. And for a long time, I wondered why it was a Code H. And that's because originally it was for horse manure on Main Street. But then uh, we also have Code V, which I'm sure you can figure out what that is, and Code U. And we get a lot more of those two than we, than we do of Code H's. So just thought you'd like to know. Thanks.
0: I don't Bye. know what Code V is. Someone help me. Is that a barfer? It's a puker. Yeah, vomit. I'm sure V stands oh, v for vomit. Vomit. Oh, duh. yeah, and
1: and uh U for urine. Yeah. So
0: uh. a U I figured out, but a V was like not clicking. But of course, it's vomit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I saw code V when I went there with the kids, and uh Carter, <laughs> Carter was like seven or eight, and she was so scared. Because oh. uh, we were doing Space Mountain. And she was so scared, not because Space Mountain is scary, but because the yeah. line that gets you there is so yeah. thematic and lit. And oh, yeah. And the voice yeah. is going, uh, intruder it's- in Sector 4, blah, blah, blah. And like yeah, all there's stuff. Like,
1: a, like a hum, the constant hum. and uh, yeah.
0: yeah, you feel like you're in this place that's very foreign and very intense. And yeah. uh, she says...
1: This ride's gonna make me throw up, isn't it, Dad?
0: And I said, No, it's not at all. I promise. You never throw up anywhere. Everything's <laughs> fine. And as soon as I said that, we rounded a corner and there was a big old barf patty on the ground. Oh
1: no! And then somebody had, like it was round the corner, like that means they hadn't even gotten on the ride yet.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. And she saw that and went, "I'm out!" and freaking just like bolted for the edge and never went, That's never funny. got on the ride that day. But
1: oh, real oh, funny. But she did later, right? She's she's gone. She's on oh, she's
0: been bubble. since. Yeah, she's yeah. she Oh, yeah. conquered that. In fact, she's my fi- she's yeah. my loves uh theme park person now in the family cool, cool. but when she was younger i thought she was going to for you know forego it forever <laughs> But anyway, so there's there, there's one take, all right. So Gary seen yes. some all stuff. All right,
1: okay. So Gary Gary letting us know about the. Uh, I thought it was going to be H for human, like oh, okay, we have human poop in case there was dog poop somewhere, like uh, yeah. somebody's yeah. somebody's uh, assistive dog. Oh right. <laughs> poop. I do like the, yeah. that. It's, a, it's
0: based on the horses on Main Street, though. I think that's great.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It that totally makes sense.
0: Kind of okay. old timey in Disney. In it's in yeah. its own way anyway here's uh here's the other dude that wrote in or called in
1: hey, it Is tom from New Hampshire calling for the morning stream first of all oh i've gotten by in anyway, second of all you were just talking i was listening to Tuesday show about people leaving themselves in inappropriate places We're work at a Walmart walmart we see that a lot people do it. people do it dogs do it kids do it Old people do it it's amazing they just walk away how do they do that it makes no sense whatsoever
0: Enjoy the show, guys, and see you later. Be silly. Hang up. <laughs> First of all, I love this guy, this Tom guy. He's great. Uh, yeah. Never heard from him before, but we'd love to hear from him again. Second of all, oh, right, I, I right. didn't even think about it, but I guess Walmart has a has a tradition. Oh,
1: reputation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, I've never seen, well, I did see a kid puke at a Walmart, but I've never seen any of this other stuff. Yeah,
1: no, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen in person somebody pooping in a public
0: place. Yeah, I don't, not that I'm aware of. There may have been some, you know, some kind of clandestine uh Sure,
1: sure. I might have not noticed like somebody, you know, dashing behind the the uh, the peaches mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody dashing behind the uh, <laughs> the mm. tatino's uh, bread display or something yeah and uh, that up in a quick deuce did your uh, your son work the...
0: there did 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 Tristan ever hear well I guess we'd have oh, to ask I'll him I'll bet
1: he did yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll bet
0: because when you're oh, there wonder... every day and you're working that many hours I'm sure you see stuff you just you've got to gotta see stuff yeah. like people pooping I'm sure
1: yeah I'll have to ask him next time I talk to him he was over here. Uh, Day before yesterday with his brand new car, well, his newish <laughs> car, his yeah. new to him car.
0: Do you like it? Is it cool? The little oh, Audi, it's right?
1: Cool. It's an Audi TT, twenty sixteen. Really yeah. sharp little sports car. Yeah. So he's had two new cars in the time that I've still had my Kia Soul. I think it's it's time for Brian to get the upgrade. Dang it.
0: Yeah, that's right. You got to just go total it or something, you know, and then you're good.
1: <laughs> right. Would somebody please run into me uh, so yeah. that
0: I could get a new
1: car? Please, and I'm sure thanks. it's
0: not a problem to bring it up on the show and say, go total it. And then if you totaled it, yeah. nobody would think right. you were. Now, now
1: even you know. if it happens accidentally... Yeah. Which would happen accidentally? I'll just say it right there. It would happen accidentally. Yeah. But now, now when it if if and when it does,
0: somebody's <laughs> gonna say, "Oh, he just did it for the insurance money." We're gonna have to purge episode twenty five fifty two from the earth, uh, yeah. just in Ooh, case.
1: Look at that twenty five fifty two. You didn't even make a note about the fact that it's palindromic.
0: Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even think of that. I was yeah. I was supposed to mention the other day when it was twenty five fifty because it just seemed like a milestone. Mm. But yeah. then I forgot. Well, like we're in the numbers where you just—it's like whatever.
1: Yeah, just. exactly, exactly.
0: We can't really. I mean, you know what? Three thousand—that's a big one. We'll do something. Sure, for that.
1: that'll be a big one. Twenty-five hundred was a big one. Although we—did we even make a note of that one? Not really. We didn't. We didn't come out with a mug or anything for that one, did we?
0: No, I don't think so. <laughs> we did for two thousand, and we did for two thousand. Fifteen hundred and thousand. Fifteen
1: hundred and a thousand. Yeah. So really twenty five hundred should have been uh should have been a mug.
0: We should have done something. But I'll tell you what. So within it won't even take that long. Pretty quickly we'll be at three thousand. We will definitely have a new mug. Yeah. And we will celebrate it like men. All right.
1: Okay. All right. Three thousand. Yeah. And people will say I love you three thousand. It will do, that'll be our I love you three thousand episode.
0: Yep, and we'll hate it when they say that. We'll hate that.
1: No, we won't. We'll won't love we? it.
0: Will we love it? Because yeah. I feel yeah, like we'll I'll hate it. it. Love it. I feel like really I feel like the hate will come out of me and that Aww. I will be hateful about it. Aww. I don't wanna be. Look, I don't want to be this way. I want Yeah, be. why,
1: why uh, it's not like uh may the fourth be with you. I mean that's a uh you oh, that's know, true, that's I a, do hate that. Ugh. that's an established Tony Stark
0: uh one of the greatest lines from uh
1: Endgame. Man. It was
0: cute. You know what? You're right. Yeah. And it didn't get overused. Uh, no. I, I, okay, I'm getting. You know what? I uh, the am I turning you
1: around to it? Good. Excellent.
0: The the jury will disregard my previous comments. <laughs> We're going to allow this one. Okay. We're okay. sounds
1: good sounds good
0: uh i had a dream about a thing that i do need to share i was really hyped up yesterday there was a lot going on yesterday was a bananas day yeah
1: for me. i mean we got to talk about word on the street at some point too i'm excited to hear about that
3: That's, yeah that in is fact it, it you is know like
0: what awesome gig i'll even play you a little clip here this was the moment Ooh. on uh, greg street's stream so if you're not familiar with who greg street is he's uh was known as ghost crawler by most of the community when he worked at blizzard prior to that he was with ensemble studios made uh, amazing rts's like uh was mostly was was the dude in charge of um, uh, Age of Empires 2, which is uh, still amazing, um, and went on to do really great stuff at Blizzard. And then he left and was put in charge of an MMO over at Riot. And then left there, okay. uh, not because he hated it at Riot, he didn't, but he left Riot because uh, there was just stuff happened. His brother passed away and he was like kind of reassessing what he wanted to do at the stage in his life. You know, he's kind of a rock star developer slash designer and didn't know what he wanted to do next. So he decided to move to Texas, uh, get a place out there, raise some chickens and start a (laughs) triple A, uh, a triple A MMO studio with a bunch of people he's worked with over the years. So he pulled a bunch of Riot people, a bunch of Blizzard, ex-Blizzard people, people from Ensemble even. And uh, other other you know places. Anyway, it's about a thirty person team right now or something. I can't remember what the number it's is. A
1: good sized, yeah, good sized to start group.
0: with. Um, and they got a bunch of backing, and they're doing this huge thing. Well, a couple of months ago, he approached me and said, "Hey, I one of the things I want to do differently here." Um, and it's, it's important to note this, and people will remember this if you follow Greg's work when he was at Blizzard. He was very outspoken all the time, very much in contrast with the way Blizzard usually is. So mm-hmm. most of the time, when people would either be spokespeople or PR, or you would get messaging from Blizzard, it was all very controlled and careful, and made sure to not overstep or say too much or whatever. It was always very careful. Sure. But sure. Greg it was, like was
1: not very protected. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In
0: fact, his his old his the joke on. The instance was he he sent in a thing that says I'm totally I'm ghost crawler I'm totally off the leash and you're listening to the instance of the <laughs> oh yes yeah,
1: <laughs> right
0: I don't know why that played sorry Keep uh, don't know hey <laughs> <weird. laughs> I, I hit a button I didn't mean to but yeah it was like an old he probably did you probably I'm yeah, sure you I remember was wondered it, right? what that was about yeah yeah so that was about him just being kind of off the leash and they couldn't really control him even sure. though they tried but it was always this back and forth and it was a struggle and he, and it was always frustrating to him because he liked the transparency, he liked to be able to go sure. you're right, that was a mistake here's what we did to fix it.
1: Right, and, tell, and let the people know yeah, I mean that's such a um, Second Dinner does that with uh, the Marvel Snap and yes. they talk about, yeah. yeah, we really made a mistake by uh, nerfing Elioth uh, and we really, we've decided to scale it back and return it back to what it was and 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 it's that kind of communication that you know you instantly forgive a mistake a company makes if they do a whole mea culpa and say oh yeah we blew that sorry
0: yeah we, and if they're we, not and if they put it back yeah exactly and if they're doing it in a in a i don't know there there there's one thing that you don't want too many cooks in the kitchen right that's the thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there's definitely room in the games business to open things up a little bit, work with players more, especially yeah. games that are very community-driven like an MMO. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what they he wants to do with this new studio. It's called Fantastic Pixel Castle is the name of the company. And uh, <laughs> you can find it at fantasticpixelcastle.com. Uh, and they did a whole AMA yesterday. And during the AMA, uh, some of you may have heard Greg say this on the stream, if I can find it. Here it is.
2: We are going to do a podcast that we're partnering with our good friend, Scott Johnson.
0: So that was nice to hear. But that also let me finally open up the gates and f- quit hiding the secret, because for about two yeah. months I've known about this. And he approached me and said, I want to do this and I want to do this transparency thing. And I can't think of a better way to do it than a regular long form monthly show where we bring in artists, devs, me, you and we just open it up and we say things like, you know, if somebody has a question like how much AI are you guys going to let into your process, mm, we want to answer it honestly and straight and say this is what we're yeah. doing this is what we're not doing, this is where our limits are like they want to be open and transparent in a way that is actually really weird in the industry most, most companies just straight up don't do this
1: yeah, yeah, they're but, afraid to they're afraid that it, you know, results in some backlash or or customers saying oh i liked it better the
0: other way you guys suck yeah exactly and there's and there and you know there's always going to be somebody who's a poop sure sure. but the idea is like fine let there be a poop we're gonna we're gonna talk about it we're gonna be open about it so starting on the 14th which is what next is that next wednesday Uh, six days
1: from now or five days from now five days from now tuesday
0: uh we'll do our inaugural episode and it'll be live we do it at uh 12 p.m so noon Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it will be uh, so about an hour after TMS ends, and uh, it'll be our first episode. I think that one will probably be mostly me, Greg, maybe Holinka, maybe, I'm not sure who all is going to be there. Oh, yeah, Brian Holinka, awesome dude at Blizzard, showed <clears throat> up at a couple of live uh, uh, BlizzCon instance episodes, just the nicest guy, he used to be in charge of PvP cool. over there. I remember there. that name, yeah, yeah. He's awesome, he's coming. So another Very Brian true. in our lives, uh, just bring him on in. <laughs> See, um, aren't
1: you aren't you glad you didn't name the cat Brian? Oh
0: my gosh, dude! <laughs> Every single day, I thank my lucky stars I didn't name the cat Brian. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure. But uh, it's all very exciting, and and so as a so to my point, the reason yesterday I was so hyped up as I had that going oh, yeah. on. Uh, DTS yeah, I had DTS yeah. with no Tom, which meant I'm I'm basically Tom for the show. Like I'm right. Sarah oh, and I right. are alternating yeah. stories, so I had to be on point for that, which is a lot. And then this wedding, which I had to perform for my son. Um. So all this stuff going on, and as a result, I slept like shit. Oh shoot! The night before, you mean last night? You last slept night, like yeah. Just oh. didn't, and it wasn't like uh, bad. It, it wasn't like oh, you're sick or those reasons. I just couldn't stop my brain from firing. Just blah. blah, blah, blah. I was yeah. thinking about the yeah. show today. I was thinking about a segment we could do. I was thinking about ten other things I want to do. Like it was all very. It was kind of good, but not at night. I need to sleep. Right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I had this dream about a mirror and it asked a question in the dream. And now, so now we're to the point. Let's get to the mirror. Yeah. I got to hash this out. It kind of haunted me and still is. Sure. Sure. You will never be the first face you see in a mirror. This sounds like stoner talk, but hear me out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You'll like, you may receive, uh, I don't know. You could go outside and dig a rock up. And it's, it's entirely possible that that rock is the first, you're the first human face that rock has seen, or you're the first human face that's seen that rock, okay? That's possible. Okay. You could do sure, that. Sure,
1: sure. Pull but it up I, out of the
0: ground, right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Now, nobody okay. makes mirrors at home. Nobody does DIY mirror making.
1: <laughs> I see what you're saying now. Okay.
0: So the very first reflection in a mirror will never be your yours. You'll never be the right. first face. That Those mirrors see someone somewhere the somehow. That the mirror sees correct that the mirror sees I mean, correct. Well,
1: all right, okay, let's 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 analyze this. All right, let's all right, go. so so, um, we're we you know, when we visualize something being made, uh, you and I we grew up in an age where uh, you saw things on the electric company and 321 contact where they showed factories, you know, long production lines and assembly lines and uh, conveyor belts and uh, Schlemiel Schlemazel, Haas & Pfeffer Incorporated, all that stuff. So we assume that a mirror is produced by uh, an empty conveyor belt, a big thing comes down, it comes comes back up and there's a mirror there all of a sudden.
0: Yeah, it's, let's say that that's true, or that, that, at least that's yeah, what we yeah. picture. I, I agree with that. I don't right. know I how... I
1: mean, I know it's, you know, it starts out as a piece of glass and then they paint the back with this mirror reflective coating and blah, blah, blah. So you're assuming that there is somebody... uh Somebody standing over that section of conveyor belt that um, that is that is looking saying, "Yep, that's a mirror. Yep, that's a mirror. Yep, that's a mirror." And or or it out see, it
0: doesn't even have to be the manufacturer though. This could be at the store level. It could be the guy at Kohl's who set it up on the wall to sell it, or the guy that. Um, oh, okay. So this brings up an interesting point. Yeah. What if? So this is good. I'm glad I brought this up because you're you're pushing me in the right direction. What if this mirror was made? It's full manufacturing was made like this. Yeah. It's in a machine. It's flattened out. Yeah. I don't know how they make it. Yeah. Whatever mirrors do. Sure. Sure. And then let's say it's just glass with silver on the back. I don't know. Yeah. It but comes it out of a conveyor belt, belt and is immediately has some semi sticky brown yeah, adhesive that, paper uh, attached to it.
1: Right. Well, that's I was thinking about that. And um somebody keeps calling me. One of my clients keeps calling me. Sorry, man. I'll text you and let you know I can't talk right now. Mm. Well, see here's the this is um a mirror is going to be very different than buying a frame or a, you know, something else that where the package you get contains the thing, but you don't necessarily need to see the actual object. You could be fine just looking at a picture of what that's going to be on the front of the box, right? Right. right. But a mirror, you, you, uh, I don't think they're going to put, they might put a a thing of reflective plastic on there, or not reflective, um, a transparent plastic on there to protect the glass from getting scratches and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's going to be as clear as possible so you can, when you're in the Target, when you're in the Walmart, whatever, and you're in the mirror aisle, yeah. you're looking at that saying, yeah, that's going to look good above my bed. Claire Gack or you know or wherever you're going to be hanging in that mirror <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but you could be buying one so you could see that as the display model in an Ikea or something but you're actually going to pull a box off a shelf and take that one home and that one I don't made- think you're,
1: no I don't think you're going to pull a box off a shelf I don't I uh. I don't know. I'm trying to visualize. I don't think there's ever a case where you're going to have a completely sealed box that's got a mirror in it. You're going to have cardboard around the outside that protects the the corners and things like that. And you probably are going to have some sort of
0: clear plastic over the glass to protect it from getting scratches. Sure, Still reflective, though, right? Still could see the reflection in it.
1: You're still going to be able to see reflection, yeah. Okay. so the yeah, so right. so there's probably right. somebody think, uh,
0: somewhere in the process, either at the retail end or the manufacturing end, or somewhere in between,
1: or just the dude who takes it off the truck at the Walmart and puts it on the shelf. He's going to be yes. Now the way you initially phrased it is, yours is not the first face you're going to see when you look in that mirror. Oh yeah, but okay, then you okay. changed it to yours is not the first face that that mirror is going to see. <laughs> <laughs> the stare, take no plums
0: yeah i screwed that up plums. i screwed that up the way i said the way <laughs> yeah, i said it yeah. well so it did so, sound like stoner time. <laughs> what would be cool though so you could make it like there's a movie in here, this or something like a supernatural like um you, i guess harry potter kind of did this but whoever was in the mirror before it'd be cool if you could f- Conjure that up, and yeah, The mirror
1: and then of Ezra Zet or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, desire backwards. Yeah.
0: And then if what if you saw Very like a uh, you saw like a, a murder in the mirror, you know? <laughs> and then you're like, oh no! And then you
1: gotta, and then we watch it for film second. My intro is, I'm looking for the murder <laughs> in the mirror.
0: <laughs> you all wonder if it's hard for Brian to do those things. Sure, the making of the song, That's- the singing of it, the arranging and the recording of it—that takes work. But really these are all just at the tip of his freaking brain.
1: Exactly. It's just right there. It just happens.
0: Amazing. Yeah. Well, anyway. I already
1: have my I haven't watched Slacker yet. I've never even seen the film and I've kind of already got a uh, I've got a Billy Joel thing going <laughs> my head right song. now so. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think that's great. <laughs> Ah, uh, yep. the sausage getting made. Well, anyway, I yep, think that exactly. helps me. That helps me a little bit. It makes me so, a little less weirded out about it.
1: So that was. So your dream was what? The, the mere, like... Uh,
0: it was this just, weird feeling. That See, this other thing is it's just a dream. And dreams are yeah. weird. They feel real yeah. while you're in them. When you get out of them, you're like, what the frick? But you're still left with some of the feeling. But the feeling makes no yeah. sense. To me, it was an ominous feeling in the dream of... I am the. Okay. I'm not the first face that's been reflected in this mirror. What will I do? <laughs> it seems so important in the dream. Out of yeah. the dream, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right? Oh, you're such a wackadoodle man. Sometimes, I know. I, I don't, don't understand. <laughs> it's so. It's so freaking weird. But anyway, like, now it's out of my yeah. system. I don't have to think about it anymore. I won't dream about it tonight. It'll all be good. Cool. Uh, and hopefully, I can all sleep right. tonight. I'm gonna take a gonna take a something tonight. Muscle relax. Sure. I don't know. Sure. Uh, here's a here's a thing. We got a text from Colin huh. This is Colin. Uh, the, what was his name? The comedian that was the. Ferguson. Uh, Ferg- no, no. Colin Robinson. Colin. Colin, no. uh,
1: <laughs> Colin hey? Colin. Uh,
0: Who? SNL, desk, news desk. Uh, oh, Colin Quinn. Quinn. I'm, I'm Colin Quinn. That's
1: the news. Get out of here. Whatever is my slogan. He I seems, don't
0: know. He seemed like such a meathead, but then if you watch his actual stand up, that dude is yeah. really smart. Like, he
1: is really smart. Like his, basically, he. We first saw him. At least, I'm sure your first taste of Colin Quinn was uh, "Remote Control." With, yeah, the with John Stewart <laughs> Adam thing. Sandler and a bunch of people that went on to do great stuff, and then Ken Ober, and then oh, Ken Ober. Oh yeah,
0: I'm. Just, why was I thinking? That's not the John Stewart thing. That was another MTV thing, right? That must have been another MTV
1: thing. Yeah, I don't remember a John a Stewart sh- MTV
0: thing. Yeah, he had a show on MTV, but I always mix the two okay. up. You're right, though. It was. Uh, it was Remote Control. He was kind of the... uh, He
1: was the scorekeeper,
0: I think. Kind of the sidekick-ish.
1: Yeah, but he had a bunch of sidekicks on that show, because he had Adam Sandler, who'd come in there and do, um, oh, the answer to the next question is 45, you know, be like some... Some dumb yeah. Adam Sandler thing. Yeah. And then right. you had Carrie Wurr, who was uh somehow a sidekick.
0: Yeah. And that. then
1: you had uh, Colin Quinn and then you had Ken Over.
0: Yeah, and it felt like it felt like Colin Quinn did some announcing when the thing started. I think so.
1: I think he was the scorekeeper. Yeah, okay. if I remember correctly. All right. God, well, that seems to be that needs to be uh that's gotta be streaming somewhere, right? Remote control with the popularity of all the people who are on there. Yeah. I wonder if there's um uh, if there's anywhere that you can watch that old TV show. By the way, how weird is it now that I say it out loud mm. that uh, um, Adam Sandler got his start yeah. on a TV show called Remote Control yeah. and later went on to create a movie called Click where mm. he has a magical remote control.
0: What? What? That's insane. Um, I'm also Get an out. idiot. I'm an idiot. Mush Potatoes pointed it out. This is such a guitar hero moment. John Stewart's MTV show was called The John Stewart Show.
1: <laughs> Wasn't there a show with John Stewart called The Something Jeez. Show?
0: <laughs> so stupid, dude. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I could not
1: find, find a remote control anywhere. I wonder if uh, the MTV app has any of those. Uh, I'm sure YouTube, you can watch old episodes on YouTube. Oh, or
0: yeah. Yeah, or whoever, still, who's doing Viacom that. now? Whoever's got that, they probably have old ones, I would think. Yeah. I um, all right. Well,. Here's anyway, the, what Colin was my point? Oh, in. Colin wrote in. Jeez. Where, <laughs> did we get back from this, didn't this see trip? did
1: any rabbits. Looked all over down here and didn't see any rabbits. None. Whatsoever. It's like we
0: drove all the way to Provo for this information. This is crazy. All right. <laughs> Here's what Colin says. He wrote in via text. He yeah. says, dear beef and seltzer, you know what this is about. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. He says, this is Colin from Reno, Nevada. Little Vegas, we call it. Yeah, I call it <laughs> the, um, the biggest
1: little city. What are they? They're the biggest little city in Nevada or something. Something There's like that. A, there they is have a, a slogan. Yeah, they do have a slogan.
0: I haven't been to Reno in years, but I kind of liked it when I was there. It's all right.
1: It's all right. It was yeah. chill.
0: It felt like a lot of old people, which seemed chill. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It, it's I don't know. It's just it's uh, it's not enough Vegas for me. <laughs> it's yeah. it's basically like. <laughs> like uh, I mean we have a small we have some small mountain towns that have uh, gambling and stuff and they just try to do their they're like little try hard towns of of, look we have glitz and lights and stuff Mm. and it's like yeah it's that's cute and all but no uh,
0: it's not it's not quite the same is it it's not Not quite the same well Colin says this uh, oh this is weird let me my chat app suddenly died and I don't know why. I want to make sure the chat isn't actually affected looks like they're probably okay Okay, we're good. Here's the remainder of this email. Sure. Uh, he says, this is Colin from Reno, Nevada, and I have a request. Please do not halt the ongoing investigation slash search, search for carbonated meat. <laughs> Brian Brian seems hell-bent on putting this behind you, but I think I speak for large percentages of your listeners when I say the effort must continue until we have a final answer. It's one of the greatest things you have ever done, and I wish you Godspeed in your continued efforts to solve this great mystery. The people want answers. Mm. What do you think of that?
1: All right, Colin, you got it. You know, uh, people like people like reading Don Quixote.
0: <laughs> You're gonna just throw that classic under the bus. I love it. I love it. That's amazing all right colin look
1: people, i uh, people <laughs> like watching a, a misguided uh caballero uh, shouting at windmills basically. Yeah. so let's keep it going
0: <laughs> let's keep it going look i really do i want answers i truly do because yeah. i know yeah. i've had it i know i've eaten it i'm 100 percent positive on this we saw that video sure. that got me closer
1: i'm just curious as like how would you say you've eaten
0: it like yeah. uh, <sighs> i swear i've eaten it beef
1: I'm just carbonated like, how do you know it's carbonated? Like you you just felt a little in you know, you know, your tongue.
0: Well, you know how pop rocks have that little feeling of Yes. Yes. It was like that. Yeah. But in meat form. Oh God! You you ate some bad meat, then, man. <laughs>
1: like I feel like I feel like there are two possibilities. If that was the case, you ate some meat with some pop rocks on it, or you ate some <laughs> bad meat, and it's definitely one of the two.
0: Well, so I should probably but yes. Yeah, since we're going to take in all possibilities, it is possible. Like my idiot older brother Mark, or something, played a trick on me, or you know, I just don't yeah, know yeah, the circumstances. Yeah. I don't freaking remember enough about when I had it or what the deal was. Yeah. just remember. Oh, it.
1: please, no, definitely, please continue. Not not just for Colin's sake, but for all the people out there who yeah who feel like they need the closure that you need. They're all dying the to hear.
0: They, they all want to know. They all need to know, and uh, so we're going to let them know. All right, we'll right, let them know exactly.
1: Yes, uh, yeah. I think Red Fraggle has a, the, an idea too. Nanobots in the meat. That's that's just as likely. <laughs> you ate some. You ate some meats with meats with uh, nanobots in it.
0: Jay and. The chat seems to be uh, thinking like you. He says, are you sure you didn't eat a rotten steak? I, I don't think so. I was yeah. never sick or anything. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't I be sick from it? I should have been.
1: I don't know. Depends on how rotten it was, right? Like, you know, there, there, you could have eaten a steak that was just on its way to being really bad. And it was, its first stage is uh, leaving your tongue with a little bit of a prickly mouthfeel. Mm. Could have been. Way. Yeah maybe the second time I've said the word mouthfeel and the first one was probably <laughs> during an episode of uh, uh, whatever that Alton Brown uh, cooking show is when he
0: said it and I said oh I think I hate the term mouthfeel I don't like it at all it's yeah. a gross term it's not cool yeah yeah Max Trollbot says not all the people I want no part of this he says <laughs> that's a great that's this awesome
1: is you get, you get, the people want answers the people want answers don't they
0: yeah code wow thinks he says i had a mcdonald's burger and that that sensation uh from how bad it was made you think it was carbonated
1: oh look at that so not even not even a bad like a spoiled meat burger just a bad hamburger you just ate a bad like a not a not a uh bad from a spoiled standpoint but just a bad from a poorly made poorly
0: created standpoint yeah or somebody put pop rocks in there it's entirely sure, possible sure. i mean i'm i'm just saying We're, we we'll i'm taking all theories I just, you know, I'm just, I just need to know the answer. Sure. sure. Anyway, uh, we're going to do some news now, and it's. uh, Please. We're here to inform, to entertain, and help you go home with more knowledge than you came here with. So here we go.
4: Good morning, good morning, everybody. In the news this
0: morning. Good morning. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by.
1: Brought to you by Coverville today at noon. Yes, we're back at noon because uh, today is a Q&A day for the uh, training and it'll probably end by noon. And even if it doesn't, those are recorded and I can watch them anytime. So, noon. Uh, Mountain Time, that is twitch.tv slash Coverville. Hey, Joni Mitchell just turned 80. And if you like songs like uh, Free Man in Paris, Blue, Carrie, the Dry Cleaner from Des Moines, Woodstock, Big Yellow Taxi, River, I mean, all of those great songs, you're going to love hearing them performed by other people, like folks like Girl Puppy and Tim Curry and Goldie Hunt. Ha- what? Goldie Hunt? Yes, Goldie Hunt, who in 1972 recorded a cover album. That's right. Uh, Frente, Jenna and the Charmers. Oh, my God. So many great artists. You're going to hear them today, twitch.tv Coverville at noon. Even if you think you don't like Joni Mitchell, you're going to like this episode. I, gar- I guarantee it.
0: I just found a picture of her at eighty. She just looks yeah. so
1: cool to me. She does. She looks like your your aunt who uh, you're gonna, you know, you go uh, go visit when you're out in some, you know, visiting some part of the country. It's like, oh, I'm gonna go see my aunt Joni. How you doing, Joni? Good. You <laughs> need looks, anything?
0: Let's let's go. Absolutely. She looks awesome. Yeah. All yeah. right. Check that out today. What time did you say? I'm sorry. It was old time, new time. Uh, new
1: time 12 noon.
0: 12 noon everybody.
1: Joni and Marvel Snap. Nice. Because, uh, I don't want to hook up everything to play, uh, Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Warcraft Rumble.
0: <laughs> yeah. Would you, uh, what would be, is it all you'd have to do something different than you currently with the way you play it or? How yeah, you...
1: like, like Snap, I can, I, there's a, there's an app, uh, a Mac app that I can just play it oh. on my computer and then drop it right into OBS. Right. But, um, to do Marvel or to do Warcraft or any other game, I have to rehook up the, uh, ow, the, uh, whatever it's called over here, the, uh, the little, uh, little puck device that, uh, pulls in, yeah, uh, HDMI, uh, the little stream the little deck, splitter stream, thing. So Steam Deck. Steam, stream Steam Deck. Deck. Stream De-
0: De- Deck. Stream Deck or whatever
1: yeah. it's stream called.
0: Stream Deck, because if it was Steam Deck, that would be a, that's not it. It'd I have stream. one of those right there, a Steam Deck and a Stream Deck. Stream Deck, Stream Deck. Steam anyway. deck. I played Diablo in bed on that thing last night because I couldn't sleep.
1: Did you? Let's see. That helps a lot.
0: Yeah. Playing Diablo right
1: before bed—that's a good way to make sure that you sleep well.
0: I was even. I even. <laughs> I even thought: Is there? Is Was there a quest I did that was about a mirror or a mirror image or something? I don't know. Maybe.
1: Oh, maybe, maybe. that's an interesting thought. Like that's where you. Yeah. Entirely all possible.
0: Right. It's all. It's all uh, vampires this season. So I don't know. Who knows what's going mm. on in there? Sure. Sure. Uh, here's your first story: A Somerset Gimp. Alright, the kind you're thinking of. Yep. All okay.
1: Right. Yeah, like the pulp fiction gimp. Yeah. Basically. That kind of Bring gimp. Bring out the gimp. Uh-huh. Bring
0: out the gimp. Uh was banned from wearing a gimp suit in public and quote, crawling, wriggling, and writhing on the ground, unquote, for five years. Oh man. This is a real bummer. This is in the <laughs> U- this is in the UK, by the way.
1: I like okay, I love it. But he's known as the Somerset Gimp. Yep. Like this is his this is his title. You can't tell the naked cowboy to put clothes on Mm -mm. uh, raise your hand if you remember the naked cowboy
0: oh my gosh he's still is it that still a thing you think
1: guy in Times Square wearing underwear playing guitar the naked cowboy I don't know if he's still a thing
0: I have to assume gravity's taking its toll by now and he's not looking that great but I don't know what do I know he was a huge deal though in like the early 90s he was a huge deal though is what I meant to say. Did I say dildo? Anyway. (laughs)
1: Dildo. He's a huge dildo. He's a
0: huge dildo. (laughs) Uh, A man known as the Somerset Gimp has been banned from dressing that way in his all-black gimp suit in public at night, doing all that stuff for five full years. Joshua Hunt, age 32, was issued with the Sexual Risk Order After police linked him to 25 incidents across the country. This is again in the UK. Don't be blaming us for this one, you guys. Yeah. Uh, The order also prevents the self-employed gardener from wearing any type of mask or face covering in public unless for medical reasons. District judge imposed the restrictions following a hearing in Bristol magistrate's court just a week after Hunt was convicted of two offenses under the public order act of intentionally causing harassment, harm or distress or alarm or a distress. Uh, last week, uh, hearing, let's see, uh, heard how a man in all black gimp suit had terrified two female motorists in May this year in Bleedon near Weston Supermare. <laughs> Weston Supermare. You guys just
1: make up town names just willy-nilly, don't you? It sure Westin feels like Weston Supermare.
0: A, yeah, Weston Supermare. What even, what even is that?
1: Uh,
0: uh anyway, apparently this dude's been doing this since 2018 in very remote locations. Uh, the evidence is what they say in in this quote, the evidence of the earlier incidents is based upon intelligence reports and the latter reports in more specific, says the judge. Uh, if the court is satisfied with the intelligence of the earlier incidents were of a sexual nature and committed by the defendant, there is material within that bundle that relates to that of a sexual nature and the acceptance of necessity. You guys talk gibberish over there.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. So, oh, geez, I don't like the mask that the uh, oh, you the summer
0: set. F- we got get, a photo. Uh, I didn't know we had a photo.
1: Yeah, there's photos in the uh, in the link, and it's not just one mask. He has multiple
0: masks that he uh, that he
1: wears. Oh, okay. Here
0: we uh, go. Oh, yeah, there he is with the with the sewn in cross uh, cross outs. Yeah, the
1: the X, the red X's, and the grinning face and stuff. So yeah i'm not a fan i'm not a fan either and it feels like if this guy was just doing it as like a ah he's showing up at another uh, you know unveiling of a grocery store or he's you know he's (laughs) in the background of this tennis match kind of thing showing up on tv yeah that'd be one thing And and then you know if he's not doing this for a sexual gratification right for his own little fetish pleasure kind of thing yeah and just doing it as a joke then i'd say ah you know what's the harm let him run around in this uh this black body suit but i think looking at the picture of the guy without the costume and then the costume it's
0: like oh yeah no nobody wants
1: this guy running
0: around no i don't want him anywhere near me that guy's yeah. freaking me out just looking at him. Yeah. yeah. No. He uh, makes a crusty trail
1: wherever he walks, it feels like.
0: Clamp down on your on your BS uh Somerset, England. What's yeah. going on over there?
1: Get your get your gimp under control, which yeah. is what they're apparently doing. <laughs> Keep your you know, gim-
0: five five years
1: of no gimping is apparently <laughs> yeah. what they've you uh, <laughs> You have to abstain from gimping for five years.
0: Yeah, set it with a with a but a powdered wig, you know. That's right. Yes,
1: exactly. The the yeah.
0: the uh <laughs> I love that. I, there are times yeah. I kind of wish we had that tradition here um, oh, in sure, courts. Sure. I just think it'd be funner, more more funner. It'd be more it'd fun be to watch. Funner. It'd be yeah. so much funner. <clears throat> I just think I think it, I'd you know,
1: dislike Clarence Thomas a
0: tiny bit less
1: than I do if I saw him in a powdered powdered wig, a powdered uh, UK judge barrister, not barrister, that's the lawyer. Is, oh. it, is it, are they just called judges in uh, uh barristers or lawyers? Zoe? Judges are uh, <laughs> Yeah, is magistrates just, or something. Is it or just the, What is the term for uh, for is there,
0: they just call judges? Um, let's see, I can't find anything. Magistrates. I guess
1: the barristers did wear because John Cleese wore one of those wigs in Fish Called Wanda.
0: Yeah, that's true. He was well. So, he was a he was a barrister was for a sure. Lawyer. Yeah. lawyer, yeah. Just judges, they say. Okay.
1: Just judges, okay.
0: But but under the crown, oh. Oh, a judge under the crown. I'm a judge under the crown.
1: Yeah. okay so magistrate so what is um this may this may you know take us into sorry wendy we just don't have time for your territory no i like um, this
0: this is fun what is a magistrate yeah
1: what is a magistrate versus a judge yeah and i guess we could google it hey everybody watch us google on uh, tms
0: there's also a magistrate judge
1: yeah, I think which is what I think is uh,
0: what what uh, Zoe's grandmother was. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that about Zoe's grandma. Yeah, that's cool. Did she um, did she lay down any hard law? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you do why, over there.
1: Why does it feel like you're asking Zoe something very inappropriate? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. This this is a day full of dumb scotch shit. <laughs>
1: Um, a civil a officer or a lay judge who administers the law, especially when it conducts a court that deals with minor offenses and holds preliminary hearings for more serious ones. okay. Uh, okay. So kind of like, like, um the judge you get when you did something kind of wrong as opposed to really
0: wrong, yeah. like Harry Anderson, a night court versus uh, the upper court that you'd go to next, right? Yeah, so you'd go into night court. <clears throat> they right, do their right, quick exactly. little thing. Harry and then,
1: Anderson is the magistrate before you yeah, go to judge yeah. uh, Alito. Not judge Alito. Well, judge Alito, but uh, Sir. Sure. Who's the some who fancier the, oh, judge, judge? Ito was the one in the OJ trial. Right? Oh,
0: Ito, right? The yes. the Asian guy. Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. There you go. We've learned a little something there.
1: We have. Yes. Yeah, so magistrates and judges and and uh, and uh, powdered wigs. And Indeed. We stole.
0: I had a weird uh, you know what I'm just going to share this real quick I had a weird because while I was looking for this I found a thing that I had a back and forth (laughs) with a listener on Um, oh
1: good okay all right. do I
0: have it in here hold on Uh, is this it no crap I got to find it I replied to him so I know it's in here Mm -hmm. okay I can't find it dang it I had somebody who who went after us for uh, giving John Voight shit on the show
1: <laughs> oh no Would yeah. somebody please protect John Voight from uh, this podcast I, I okay. think I found right.
0: it here it is um, okay
1: <laughs> of all people like like hey you said some you know, pretty harsh things about uh, Richard Marx the other day, or you uh, said some pretty mean things about Britney Spears, and that I can see. But man, leave John Voigt alone. Yeah,
0: it's a weird, it's a weird flex. But anyway, this is, okay. I found it. I won't say their name. And I'm not, and this is not me calling them out. I just wanted to share sure. what, what I replied with because I think it. I think okay. this is something useful here. He says, "Howdy, always enjoy the show. Been listening for quite a while. My only gripe is that you feel you need to insult conservatives. Don't know what John Voigt did to you." Calling him and people you don't like stupid only makes you guys sound ignorant and childish. Keep over all the good work. All right, so I wrote back and said, "I'm insulting John Voigt, not you, not conservatives. Hell, I kind of am one. Well, I'm like what they used to be before a percentage of them lost their minds and sold their souls. Was that too harsh?" <laughs> Should, should I have not? It was, you know, it was
1: uh, it was like one of those handshakes from eighties movies where the guy shakes the hand and then he slowly starts increasing the pressure <laughs> until your hero is going, ow, 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 okay. <laughs> like you were, you were, you know, you start out really nice and then, uh,
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I got more annoyed as I wrote, I guess. No, I'm not calling I'm not calling you stupid and unless you're one of those people that just got
0: stupid. Well, yeah, if you're I mean if you really are into John Voigt and his amazing takes, I maybe I am, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. John yeah. Voigt's a psycho, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. i d I'm not a I listen, I don't care I don't care to listen to what uh Scott Bayo has to say these days no. or what uh no.
0: John Voigt or um Who's another one? uh, uh and for Ricky the record, Schroeder? Isn't it Ricky these guys, Schroeder? You guys can call these guys conservatives if you want. They're not, dude. Yeah, These aren't conservatives. No, no. They're, they're weird. And they're doing weird shit. Yeah. So, yeah, whatever. I mean, call them I'll what you even, want. Uh, Do what you know. want. I don't care. People can do it. I don't
1: even want. know what uh Corey Feldman's uh, political affiliation is, but I'm, I'm thinking he's oh, yeah,
0: know, he's weird on his own. He's thing. he's steered off the road a little bit. Yeah, saw a really funny video the other day where he was mic checking for uh, you know, because he performs now, yeah, like a yeah, Michael yeah, Jackson yeah. thing. I
1: drove, I, I uh, had one of his uh, I had somebody from the opening act in my lift the other day, and what? he was talking about how Corey Feldman. Wouldn't let them come in and set up any of their stuff until he was done with his mic check, and he took forever with his mic check, which means that the opening band had to set up while people were filing into the to the auditorium to see the show. Well, which
0: the freaking do for him, dude? With this
1: exactly, fancy like needs. he would not let them even bring their equipment into the uh, the backstage area while he was doing his mic check and doing sound check.
0: What the heck, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, the video I saw. Oh, I'm sorry. I so, yeah, tell me about Well, he was right doing there. his mic check, and he goes, so he's, he's like, he, he hadn't gotten to the mic yet. He's over here, like, fiddling with a guitar or with an amp or something. Yeah. And then yeah. he turns around, and it didn't didn't gauge the right distance between him and the mic, and just smacked that mic right in the middle of his eye socket. <laughs> just, bonk! And then just went, ah, like that. And that's the whole video. It's amazing.
1: He wasn't wearing his, his sunglasses. I thought he always wore sunglasses. No,
0: apparently he only needs them when he's actually performing and trying to I look like you, Michael you, Jackson right. Jr. Or whatever yeah. it is he does. Uh, I am avoiding oh, call but the boy who cried woofed in the chat says, Scott, yesterday you said you're avoiding politics. Dude, I'm avoiding it like crazy. I'm avoiding it like a master. I'm yeah. just sharing this interaction. That's all. That's not me we, getting uh, into politics. That's sharing an interaction. T and
1: I watched about as much of the debate as we could handle last night, which to say was uh, um, Lester Holt saying, all right, we're about to start the debate. First, let's introduce the candidates. And they all came out. And then he says, uh, all right, well, let's get this shit show show started with uh, (laughs) Ron
0: DeSantis. Here's the thing I would say about the current lineup or specifically that Vivek guy. Oh God! Take yeah. politics. I said this on Twitter as well. Take politics completely out of it. Just wash it clean yeah. of all political anything. No other issues. Just no politics at all. I yeah. would not be able to spend five minutes with that guy. Oh no! His personality you know, makes like, me oh, want to break stuff. It drives me. When we first
1: crazy. when we first saw him, we thought, all right, you know, maybe we're going to have you know kind of a voice of reason among the the, the madness up there on stage and i think he might be the worst one up there now like uh, I, I thought uh,
0: he's horrendous Nikki
1: and Ron DeSantis were uh, were pretty bad they this guy makes them look bad i i hate i hate feeling like chris christie is the uh
0: the voice is of the reason. only
1: voice the, the person closest to a voice of reason up there
0: yeah he's he's as close as you get to the to an old conservative anyway which they yeah, just call rhinos his. and discount they just like oh they're rhinos so why do they count You know, so that's why I'm out, dude. You guys do, yeah. You have your little. Oh, you cried
1: wolf. He's not saying he watched the debate. I'm saying I watched about five minutes of the debate.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch it. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying in general that that guy would drive me up a tree. Oh yeah. I knew people like him growing up. Like you would spend time in class with a kid like that, and you're like, I don't want to be around that kid. He is really annoying. Just constantly, yeah. burp, burp, burp. he's a
1: little too intense and a little too intense in the in in a in the wrong direction. Yeah, like I just don't like
0: it. Bad, uh, badly focused. Intense <laughs> just gives me gas. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, here's yeah. so okay. here's another story. Uh, Flor Oh, we're, sure. we're back to Florida, so don't worry, Gimp. Oh, good. Yeah, we're off the Gimp and we're on to the Florida man. He was cited for a booty patrol truck's resemblance to a border patrol vehicle
1: yes have you seen the photos of this thing yeah They're amazing. it's pretty awesome
0: yeah. i'm gonna share them with the chat here real quick this is from the upi here it is uh let's give you a shot of this thing there it is well there's video i guess i can play the video but i'm not gonna play the audio patrol whoop i did oh. uh all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't you want to hear the newscaster say
0: booty patrol booty patrol <laughs> now the weather uh, yeah, so this Florida guy was issued a citation when sheriff's deputies determined his truck labeled booty patrol was too close to resembling a border patrol vehicle, the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office said of the white Chevy Silverado. I used to have one of those. That thing drank so much gas. I'm glad I never I got really? rid of it. Oh, my gosh, Brian. We had it when the kids were little, so it was like big and you know lots of seats and everything. Sure, sure. But that thing, you could hear it going <laughs> down the road, just gulping the gas. <laughs> anyway, which bears a green stripe on the side uh, that says booty patrol on the back and has been spotted in several counties. The uh, driver was cited under a law banning vehicles from having red and blue lights too closely resembling that of law enforcement vehicles. Uh, comment underneath the Sheriff's Office Facebook post included, the truck is a show vehicle, and the lights were only ever used in the filming of a music video, and not any public roads. Yeah, but you can't go. You're effectively impersonating a thing if you're on the road yeah, with it. It doesn't matter sure. whether it was for a video. If you're out driving it, then yeah, you yeah, sh-
1: exactly. If you're if, right for a show, great. Keep it <clears> covered <throat> up.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm curious so no one's
1: being pulled over. I'm sure he's like pulled somebody over to say, All right, let me see that booty. Yeah.
0: Let's look at that booty. <laughs> put,
1: your, put your hands on the uh, hood of your car and show me dead ass.
0: It's like that, uh it's like when they do strippers in movies, they always show up like that and go Yeah. Like male strippers. They're like, You're under arrest for being too sexy, and then they tear exactly. off. Exactly.
1: Right. It pulls off the uh it's so so dumb. <laughs>
0: yeah. I love it. Uh uh, Final story. Actually, we may not have time. Sure. We don't. It's time to go. We're gonna we take have a break. Time. Yep. Sorry, DC firefighter who stopped at a Chick-fil-A while on an emergency call. We'll talk about you on Monday.
1: We'll <laughs> just have to wait till tomorrow. Yeah,
0: that's just a taste. Uh we'll take a break now and come back with my sister. She's got one of these here emails from you guys, and um I think it's a good one. So does she. So we're gonna talk yeah. about it. That's coming up after this break from Brian and his massive music collection.
1: Yeah, well you've heard me talk about this genre before um that I that I really like called shoegaze, uh, shoegaze pop which is uh you know a very plinky plunky kind of uh indie pop sound that that I really like um and I think some people also really like it as well. And uh, it's a band called Crystal Canyon. No, they're not uh, porn star. It's a Crystal Canyon, brand new LP that just came out last week called "Stars and Distant Light." This is the first song off of the album. It's called Sierra. Big thanks, by the way, to the Syndicate for sending this along. I really, really like this album, and, and totally. Uh, Totally love this song. And, uh, you know, if I'm a shoegazy fan, then I'm a shoegazy fan. Sure. Here are Crystal Canyon and Sierra.
2: See, you'll be spending millions of dollars hundreds of millions perhaps for nothing. What's your name? Phillips,
0: sir. You're fired. Vomiting, abdominal pains, and diarrhea. It was hard to tell which caused the most trouble. And we're back. Who is that again?
1: Sure. That's a band called Crystal Canyon from their brand new album, which is called Stars and Distant Light.
0: Uh, that is a new song called Sierra. Sounds nice.
1: It is. It's very, very lovely. Whenever lovely. anyone
0: says Sierra, I think of Burnt Sienna. Is that weird?
1: Yeah. No, I know. It's, uh, you know, being, being artists and, and fans
0: of the crayon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And buying all those. It, um,
1: some people who try and pronounce it with one syllable, Crayon.
0: Yeah. My daughter says Crayon. I don't know. Wendy, oh, do you yeah. say crayon or you say crayon?
5: I like crayon, but it's because I haven't lived in Utah for a long time.
0: Yeah, it's a Utah.
5: <laughs> Is it really a Utah thing?
0: Yeah, crayon. or it may be kind of regional. Crayon. I feel like, you
5: know. I think it's regional. Like, yeah. I, I still have to slowly say Mountain. Like I can oh, do it. Mountain. Oh,
1: what do you you do a gap sound for the T? Mountain. And, mountain. And, mountain. And, mountain. Yeah. mountain, mountain, oh, tries mats, Brian,
5: mountain. Brian, Mr. Brian, you are the one that pointed out how I say W A I T, and I am obsessed with not saying it wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I, it's so hard. I'm like wait. And that makes
0: wait, two of us because Brian's the first
5: yeah. one to point it
1: out with me as well. That's yeah, funny. I think Scott pointed I out to to somebody point out about Scott first, and then when I hear heard I heard heard you do it, Wendy, then all of a sudden I was like, like,
5: oh.
4: Oh boy.
0: At one time you know, I heard you do it. Yeah, what's that?
5: What's amazing is Pete cannot stop. That's the exact that's how he says the word. I think he, it's probably how he spells it. And I cannot undo the damage. Well it's
0: weird because you that means you did it because he is well, only he's only been old enough to live in Sweden. And, and learn it's to me. speak It's you. It's I'm totally problem. You. Yeah, Hi. well done. Nicely Hi. done on that. Oh, I forgot to play this. I'll
4: explain the situation to Wendy. Don't worry.
0: Okay, now it's official. Wendy's here, everybody. <laughs> now it's real. Yep, now, now it's real. The
1: therapy Thursday has been rot real.
0: Yeah, we're, we're super real now, so get ready and hold on to something. Uh, Wendy's here. She's my sister, but also a practicing real therapist who does real stuff all the time for real people and does realsteps.org as well. There's a lot of real going on. We're being very real today. A lot
4: of realness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've
0: heard from a couple of people People who are new to your uh, thing this year or to the, uh, this session, yeah. who are already raving about about it. So just so you know, Yay. they Good. already they already love where where you're at. Somebody told me I won't say, I won't use names, but somebody said they had to go yeah. buy an actual alarm clock. And that's all I'll oh. say. Do you know what that's about? You probably do.
5: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Baby, we're going to save their lives. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to quote someone <laughs> Someone in the in the Real Steps chat. We have a Discord channel. Um, yeah. I'm going to quote. Yeah. Um, drink, normally just has tea in the morning, soda at lunch, and milk or water at dinner. While cleaning up after dinner, I stopped and realized I didn't drink a soda today and didn't even notice. What is this witchcraft?
0: It is witchcraft. <laughs> I have I one here right it's now. Awesome. I need to it talk to back. you. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to get to our thing. So this is kind of a follow-up in a way. Um, yeah. Uh, sort of connected to what we've been talking about recently. Okay. I'll go ahead and just read through it. But this is from an anonymous listener who wrote in and said this. Maybe this can be a topic for an upcoming Therapy Thursday. It's somewhat related to the moral injury talk, which I uh, got a lot, of, a lot of good out of. I consider myself a pretty sensible person who thinks of the immediate community around them and who tries to be good, respectful, and friendly to all, regardless of any other factor. I let the person merge in front of me on the freeway. Boy, this is a person my wife should know, get to know. Ah. <laughs> she gets so road ragey about cutting Does people off. Does
1: she really? Oh, yeah. oh, no. Okay. <laughs> when
0: people are oh, bad drivers, funny. she just, oh, it's a whole different Kim. No one sees this but me. Yeah, anyway. Wow. I happily ignore people in public being rude or pushy because I'd rather just we move on with our day instead of cause a ruckus. I'm definitely an empathetic person because I can't stand to see and read the news because of the horrors of life are actually what got me into the darkest of mental states, resulting in medical and therapy, or medication, medication. therapy. Yeah, But it seems that every day, more and more, people are the opposite of what I am, people mm-hmm. actively choosing to be hostile and aggressive, Uh, almost as if they enjoy misery rather than peace. A perfect example is right now I am working on a large Halloween haunt as a monster. So this is obviously an older email. And the amounts of guests who come in to be rude, mean, and assault those dressed in costumes is overwhelming. I fear for any woman in costume because uh, the men see them as an easy target for assault. And of course, due to corporate BS, we are at risk of being fired if we fight back. We've always had a-holes in the world, and I'm sure it's been a glaring result of the pandemic and political landscape over the last few years. But my question is, what do we do to reverse this on a smaller, more personal scale and on the larger one as well? Thanks.
1: Mm -hmm. Ah, here here dude this is uh, a dude after my own heart because this is uh, a dude
0: well i think it's a lady (laughs) but yeah a person after our own heart i don't know i call my wife dude so what does it matter we all everyone's a dude wendy you're a dude oh yeah yeah i just
5: it's gender neutral now yeah it feels like um but i
0: think he i think i think he's saying he's a dude because
1: he's saying he fears for any woman in costume oh i
0: thought they were saying Uh, me or any oh yeah that's a good point they don't really say is the point and i think you're right like he says, well,
1: this person says that a lot of people come in to be rude, mean, and assault those dressed in costumes. And he says, or they say they fear for any woman in costume because they see him as an easy target of assault. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So.
0: Might be a dude. Yeah.
1: Might be. Might be a dude. But all right. So we'll say uh, uh friend. Yes. Thank hey, you, friend. Thank you're, you, friend. You're
0: a, you're a person after my own heart, friend. That's right. You're a friend of the show and you're a friend of
5: ours.
0: <laughs> Way to go. Um, so, Wendy. do it's
5: grappling with gender. What? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> welcome, welcome
0: to
5: 2023.
0: Yep. I, know. Good. <laughs> I'm gonna, gonna I wanna. Okay. I wanna say a thing about this real quick. That just, just, just jumped out at me. Um, yeah, the whole part about where is it? Uh, the, uh, the. Okay, here it is. Um, I can't stand to see and read the news because of the horrors of life. That yeah. that bit there <clears throat> makes me wonder if we've got somebody who's seeing not seeing more than there is how do i put this if you if you watch the news every day and you're really soaked yeah. up in it yeah you'll think that there's no such thing as anything but bad news because that's mm-hmm. all they show because that's what sells and that's all there is and and i and i so i say that this isn't me trying to call them out or anything obviously sure i hope but i'm just saying like is that a Is that a sign of of where some of this anxiety comes from? I know it can do for me. Like when I'm I'm way too informed about all the negatives in the world, I tend to see the world from a negative perspective. And if I back off from that and I see less of it, um and not so much I, like bury your head in the sand, but you know, it's less impactful when you're not watching.
1: So it. I watch um I watch uh news. Tina uh, T and I watch the news every night. We watch um the obviously Lester Holt, who I apparently
0: adore because I can't stop talking about him. But, you uh, love Lester. You and Lester Holt <laughs> may as well just elope at this point.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, I think I think Wendy's juggling pots and pans over there working on her uh, so you think you've got talent audition. Whoa, what is that? <laughs> what is, <laughs> Is that, it is, yeah, that? Is, is, is that what is that? What is that? Are you is that a, a um... are you operating a
0: zamboni or
5: something <laughs> right now? <laughs> okay, why? How can you hear that so well? I'm just lowering my standing desk.
0: Oh, <laughs> you you're probably because your computer's just getting yeah, vibrated by. It. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah,
5: I was whole weird. Okay, good to know. It's I think too you're loud. Using, I, did not I think realize. you're using
1: a microphone that is different from the microphone you think you're using. Oh yeah, tap, tap, on, the mi- oh, tap on, I, the on the mic. Tap on the mic. Oh, I you am. You're yeah,
5: you're right. It's not connected to. You're using the display. microphone
1: that's built into your standing <laughs> desk.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I am not. No way. Okay, it's it's sorry not, about that. It sounded anyway, like
0: anyway. a food.
1: Disposal. Oh, no, I watch. Anyway. I watch the news every day? And and our experience with that is at least what we watch. You know, Lester Holt, he's talking about this stuff with Hamas. He's talking about this stuff with uh, um, the the actor strike. He's talking about this stuff going on. You know, basically the, the, the uh, debates and things like that. But I feel like there's still enough, at least in what we watch, positivity that it doesn't feel like it's all doom and gloom. I don't feel like... Um, well, I mean, there are times I feel like the world is is really heading towards uh, getting sucked into a, a real life shithole. But um, but uh, for the most part, I feel like there is still some positivity around, and there's there's it's not that hard to look for it, not that hard to find it. But um, I've never felt like this overwhelming sense of dread just from watching the news. That might come from something else.
0: Yeah, and you're and you're obviously you're not doing like. Twenty-four hour news, right? Like
1: no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. no, we're watching. Yeah, and yeah, we're like, watching. You know, local news this certainly sprinkles in the. Uh, and now here's a story about a squirrel riding a moped. Yeah, and, you know, you get that sort of thing. You get so. the
0: fun little local like flavor stories and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because I, I, I was, oh, I have this theory that if everything was bad news, like some people think it is, and that everything's right. going uh, into a shithole, as you said. Uh, that we would be already, because I think the 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 large we we've talked about this before on other on different levels, but the large percentage of things every day are normal and average and just happening and uh, good and neutral. If it was if it was predominantly negative in every single person's life all the time, I'm not even sure we'd be here like we'd be, we'd have God. destroyed ourselves by now. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So I just think it's just a, it's a, it's a weird mirror to look into, especially 24 hour news networks. If people are watching Fox or CNN or anything in between all the time, and that's where they're getting their info, those networks are motivated 100%, 24 hours a day to push stuff that enrages, freaks you out, makes you concerned, uh, put, makes you paranoid. Like, we I I really think that's a problem. It's bad. No, I'm, I'm not saying that that's hundred percent this issue at all. But yeah. it's a it's an interesting offshoot from the conversation. Anyway, For Wendy. Sure. So let's, yeah. let's 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 take it wherever you want to take it though. Now that we've <laughs> yep. taken a ride.
1: Now that we've <laughs> <laughs> we veered off from one sentence from uh, this person's from our friend's email here. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Uh, that was very funny to watch. Um, uh, it's great. <laughs> That was great. Uh, it's funny because this person says, I definitely empathetic because I can't stand to see and read the news. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. I <laughs> well, guess I read anyway, that wrong. Anyway, no
0: kidding. Actually. Uh, yeah. I kind of so read into it's that. It's all good. Yeah. My I bad. I liked your
5: theory. It was great, but I'm actually going to, I'm going to steer it uh, with that concept of the person knows they're empathetic, feels a lot of feelings. Right. And so this, feeling of like people are being particularly mean they're going to maybe be more sensitive to some to some of that than someone else who just doesn't pick up vibes very easily right Mm -hmm. um i think the other thing too is like a couple things did happen pandemic wise that i mean facebook's been doing this for years guys let's all just be honest of sort of pitting you against each other in certain ways. But I think the pandemic had a a very um, physical manifestation of which team you were on, if you're wearing a mask or not, or if you were fighting this or that, or, you know, like it just came, became a little more, the differences became a little more public, a little more heated. People were scared and behaving in certain ways that maybe, you know, and then treating, we we have a new term for the person selling you coffee. You know, they're the, essential worker. They are the front line of uh, a pandemic. Right. And so I think behavior, we we all collectively became more sensitive to behavior in retail that maybe was always bad. Mm. Um, but it kind of has turned towards other people uh, as well. Right. I mean, we have the video of Kevin and Costco or whatever. And so, I think the awareness is kind of the thing we've talked about this before. Like you get a new car and then everyone's driving that car and you're like, Whoa, I didn't notice before. Yeah. I think the, our everyone's collective sensitivity went up a little bit. And also bad behavior went up. I mean, mm-hmm. I live in a state where um, there is hard data to show people drive worse than they did before the pandemic. Yeah. Um, they drive faster. They drive more recklessly or whatever. Right. And so there is kind of a weird thing that maybe has occurred. It's not as, All doom and gloom as maybe you would think. But this person is feeling it. So let's start with that. And this is a really key sentence. I consider myself a pretty sensible person. Yeah. So... Everyone considers themselves a sensible person. I'm not sure if everyone's aware of this. Most people, unless they're really...
1: Nobody says, you know, I really consider myself to be a really uh, bipolar and... I'm
5: sensible. I don't ever know what's going on. Yeah, 100%. Most people think that. And most people, if you ask them, think they care about the community around them and that they're good and respectful and friendly. I I can almost guarantee, unless they have some decent self-awareness... And they are just jerks and they know it. Most yeah. people would consider themselves that. So so let's try to figure out what is actually maybe happening. Like what is happening? If everyone thinks they're decent, kind people, you know who is the nicest person I know? Is yeah. Kim.
2: Yeah.
5: But behind the wheel is Kim the a sensible, <laughs> lovely, kind, generous person.
0: I mean, she's off she's often of correct about why
5: she's mad behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: she's correct that the guy cut her off. She's correct that the guy's tailgating her. She's correct yeah. usually about the reason. But unlike if we're in the mall and somebody cut in front of her, she's, she would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, you know, I hope I didn't get in the way. You know, she'd be mm-hmm. a very different. In the car, she's like, oh, freaking a-hole. Is what she, all right, what is she? Is she
1: a, uh so tailgater behind her? Is she a
0: slowdown? Is she a, um? Mostly none of that. So she won't do anything to put anyone in at risk or cause yeah, an altercation. Good. What she yeah. all she does is just turn into someone who says stuff. So she'll start going.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay, yes, I'm that too. Right, like, She's like I this will-
0: guy is hugging my. She'll, and, and it's the only time you'll ever hear Kim swear. This guy's hugging my ass right now, and I'm about ready to explode. And I'm like, honey, it's fine. He'll go around. Just give him a second. Yeah, but yeah. he's been and like, she just really gets up, <laughs> fired up about it.
1: Yeah, my, uh, my buddy Chris Brown. So I, like I said, I always I, I feel like I'm a pretty considerate driver as well. If somebody pulls, you know, flicks their turn signal on and there's room, I'll totally let them merge. Um, if, uh, someone tailgates me, I just kind of roll my eyes at them and say, you know, if I get out of the way, you're just going to do the same thing to the person that's three feet in front of me or one car length in front of me or whatever it is. Right, right. But um, but I will call them out. And Chris Brown was in the car with me and he, he's – Tina's used to this. She just kind of laughs it off. Uh, Chris Brown was like, Brian, calm down. It's okay, Brian. <laughs> and Chris Brown is usually the person that I look at that like, you know, can fly off the handle or or, or not fly off the handle but get very sarcastic. And uh uh biting wit. And so hearing him maybe maybe this is probably something good for Wendy to hear. Like hearing hearing somebody who's not used to the way I act in the car say, dude, calm down, chill mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's saying something. But yeah uh, well,
5: know. it's also showing like you can be a different character at different times. Oh, right? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah, so sure. maybe I mean people in a haunted house. Um, are behaving in particular ways that mm-hmm. I mean, I, I worked in a haunted house once. No one behaved well in a haunted house that I noticed. <laughs> really? <laughs> but, because they're scared or they're peeing their pants in the corner oh, because they're well, freaking sure. out, or they're or they're aggressive, like someone's coming at them and they get aggressive back. Everyone is yeah, responding to sure. fear, though it's made-up fear, in their own kind of way. Now, you may find, and I think this sometimes is just sheer numbers, people go, there's more people coming through that haunted house than there would have been 20 years ago. Mm. And so maybe behavior shifts because of just population growth and demand for certain services. Like you go to a crowded restaurant and how does someone treat a, a waitstaff when it's not crowded? Maybe they're a little different, right? I like think there's, there's a lot of factors or make a room hot. You get people to behave pretty badly, right? Like there's a lot of factors that go into the place, go into this. But I want to say something about what might be actually happening to a person who says things like our email or like, I am an empathetic person. I happily ignore people who are rude in public or like, I I am a good guy. I'm doing all the right things.
3: Mm -hmm.
5: Um, And then the question is if everyone kind of thinks that's what they're doing, they might also say, well, I have boundaries, right? They might describe it differently. Like I won't let someone maltreat someone else or I'm going to, they're going to describe themselves usually as a good guy. Mm -hmm. And then, but then who's doing all the bad behavior?
1: Right. Somebody has to be doing it. Yeah. We can't all be the sensible people that are not being.
5: (laughs) So I'm not accusing this emailer of not being sensitive and being a good person. They probably are. Right. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to describe. So we we can all be our different selves in different circumstances. So there's that piece. But then there's also, I think we talked about this. Oh, I don't know. Five years ago, probably it's been a hot minute where we talked about moral licensing. Do you guys remember that? I
0: do remember that. That is. Mm -hmm. Okay.
5: The moral licensing or self-licensing is kind of is this idea that it it gives you license to do something bad because you just did something good or you've done something good recently or you identify yourself as good. Yeah. So uh, let's see. An example might be purchasing a, like a green product. Like look at me, and then <sighs> that increases your likelihood of purchasing something that was probably made by small children in Malaysia <laughs> and it's a luxury item and you're ridiculous. Right. So sure, sure. it's, it's giving, so, so, so you can have like a, a, a sort of simple version of that. But I was thinking as I read this email, like, Oh, maybe some of the bad behavior is actually moral licensing, like on acid. <laughs> so for example, let's take, let's take pandemic era behavior, right? Yeah. What was going on for Kevin and Costco? how did Kevin have the moral licensing or self-licensing maybe of I am in the right here. I mean, who knows? Maybe he later is left. Kevin from was Costco is the
1: one who like refused to wear a mask. That's that guy.
0: Right. Yeah.
5: Yeah, And like was belligerent. I, I yeah. don't actually, remember he, he was, I mean, there, there were a bunch of those, idea. but
0: he was kind there of like, grand, of, he was ground zero, patient zero the of that. poster child yeah. for, yeah, for, <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah. Bad bad Costco behavior. Exactly, <laughs>
5: exactly. Okay, so you can take the situation. You've got a global pandemic. Everyone is mm-hmm. acting in a way you think is ridiculous mm-hmm. and you don't want your personal freedom on your face or whatever your whatever your story is. It's really strong and you are feeling affronted. So you are you are thinking, no, we're gonna spread the germ around so people can build immunity. I'm the good guy and then you go into a situation where you're not allowed to do the thing you think is like whatever you have believed or been has been fed to you then turns into i am right my actions are justified so now we're in a now we're taking individual people's ability to manage anger strong feelings and we're putting them in a cost yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like it's everyone is different at this right like think of your tendencies that you're not proud of and now imagine someone pouring gas on all the circumstances that make that tendency really show up yeah. right so i feel like i'm a good person i've done good things and so i'm going to do a thing and and still feel like i'm i'm justified or it's rationalized does that make sense yeah. mm-hmm. so it's a little different than like buying something but it is a is a bit of my good personness um and doing the right thing is justifying these actions when what we may be really getting down to is how people respond in certain environments. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we can think everyone else is rude and not see ourselves correctly. So th- I forget what that's called focal point bias or something where we really can just only see our side of the story.
4: Yeah.
5: And so everyone else coming in doing behaving certain ways is, is terrible. Right. So yeah. then, so there's that, there's maybe that on an individual level, we can kind of see maybe how, people can justify their behavior and do things because they think they're, they're good. And they are actually have a right to do naughty things because they do good things. Um, but then there's also kind of maybe a, a bigger picture thing here, which um, comes down to my favorite um, therapeutic thing to work on with people because it is so powerful and damaging. Um, but it has a side to it that I kind of miss. And that is shame,
3: <laughs> yeah. right?
5: Like shame is the thing that keeps people so stuck in behaviors and, um, shame avoidance, shame minimization. We will do lots of things to not feel that. Mm. And so we added this layer of public shaming. I think culturally, when the internet became a little bigger, right? Like just this, we can demolish someone or you know anyone's thoughts. Um, we will flip them or people's mistakes. Or you know, I think often about that kid who is wielding the the laser. Saber lightsaber. Oh, the, the, oh,
0: the video, the lightsaber kit. What was his name? I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Whatever it was. Because
5: he has a real name and a real life, but like <laughs> yeah. the way he struggled because of that was yeah. like immense. Yeah. And that's because it created so much shame. It wasn't in his control, right? All of those different things. Right. But you, you flip that to the no shame problem, right? Where I'm going to say whatever I want to say. I can publicly slander you know, just like the absolute a hole thing yeah. that people uh-huh. do. Yeah. You can think of a couple examples. What's the first thing I, you think of, like a person without shame behaving in public life?
0: Um, I mean, it's easy to just say the whole Karen Kevin thing because it's, there was so much of it, right? So many Karens, so many uh-huh. Kevins, and we all just named them that, you know? Right. So we they were these faceless people that kind of had a common haircut. They often seem to be white. Like we have all these things that <laughs> that we amalgamated about them, and then called mm-hmm. them one single name. We made it real simple.
1: Right. We 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 right redacted them down to or reduced them down to one one nickname: barbecue Karen or yeah, uh, mm-hmm. bottled water Karen or <laughs> Starbucks yeah. Karen. Or but whatever. but
0: like anybody who does. The problem is, there's some people who who do this sort of thing because it makes them money, and right. then there are people mm-hmm. who right. do it because they just got caught on camera having a moment, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of anything like what which which one's more. Well, the more devious one are people that do it on purpose and know they're doing it and have a big money trail as to why they do it. So right. if you mm-hmm. if you make your if you make your living being a jerk on YouTube because you do random pranks on strangers at Walmart for for right. for clicks that's that's a different category of jerk, yeah, than somebody who happened to be at a Walmart and made a scene in the moment, but otherwise we've never heard of them, and they didn't you know they don't make money from that, so I don't know that's a hard question. I don't know how to answer it
5: right, and everyone has different dispositions too, right like some are sometimes people are more naturally more like, oh, let's settle down, peace, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. They want to avoid the conflict. Others may, you know, that's just their style is to be louder or brasher or whatever. Yeah. And then you've got, like, how that all works in the public square is mm-hmm. is wild. And then, you know, the internet is a whole other version of the public square that just it, it does its thing. I, I often think of, and, and I'm going to say this as politically uh, neutral as I can, um, but Donald Trump has invited something into the political discourse that I think has is there sort of secretly. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's just, it's very open, which is he doesn't feel, he feels shame about his height and his hands and other things, but he does not feel shame about breaking social norms of like decorum or that type of thing. And I think the, the starkest reality of what he did and then you give him a Twitter handle was that, bullying or behaving in those particular ways um, and having, there's no recourse if the person doesn't think it's wrong. And there is no sort of, uh, I would say structures were so many structures or many institutions have been built on shame being a part of the equation, right? Mm. Like think of Nixon. Nixon chose to resign after lots of people told him he ought to, Mm. but that that's, if he had no shame, I was just like, whatever, that he would, You know, at that time, I don't think that was a publicly viable option. Yeah. And I think Trump broke the glass ceiling on that. You can say, you Um, can say
0: a lot about Nixon, but he was, uh, weirdly through all of it, kind of a statesman to the end. Um, and I don't mean that in some vaulted way. I just mean he was, you know, he did the, he did the thing that anybody would do, which is, yeah, this is, this is all too much. The evidence has gotten too much. I, do I want to sit through impeachment or should I? should I resign? And he's going to resign. And you can never imagine Trump doing that. Trump can't even keep a gag order from
5: uh, stopping him from talking. (laughs) Exactly. What's the best for the country is like uh, uh, maybe code for also like, do you have some shame? Can we stop now? You know, like, Uh or I I need to spend more time with my family. (laughs) Like that's code for, Oh, you've, you've broken the norms, right? Like you think at one point, having a president of the United States have, you know, Clinton was a great example of like, we were freaking out yeah. about his sexual stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, the president of France for all of eternity has a mistress that we all talk about and know about, right? Like it's a cultural <laughs> difference, right? Um, yeah. But there's a, you know, the the, the public agreement that has, has shifted. And I do think, um, you know, there's just a crassness that is like a, more allowable, and I, it's as if the loud parts get spoken, or the quiet parts are spoken out loud, and you can say, "Oh, is this good for us to just have less collective shame?" Or is there just, as a, a species, you've got to have a couple things in place that we all agree on, <laughs> so yeah. that we don't. Um, and and I do think that has shifted a little in in sort of public sphere, right? Like people maybe. Talk a little differently and behave in different ways. In fact, I saw this amazing clip that of like a town hall meeting, and it—I it, swear—I was watching um, Parks and Rec. Like I'm watching their town. <laughs> is this real? Is this? <laughs> and it's just right. real, right? And and maybe it's always been a little real, right? It's just maybe we are aware of it, it's getting filmed, and that's that's the tricky part. So then we all get in this like despair mode of like everyone's more awful. And then we can isolate from people or not work something through or stay over here and be a good guy when really, um, you know, sometimes it's just you've never learned how to deal with conflict and we're conflict avoidant or, you know, whatever it might be. And so the answer is not be a bad guy or despair and hide in your closet. It's a lot more of. You know, maybe stats are helpful. Sometimes I find stats helpful and I was, I forgot, I don't know, maybe someone could look it up, but like, is it actually happening more? I do know bad driving in Minnesota is definitely up, (laughs) but where are we seeing this? Is it it as bad as we think it is? And because if it's all you think is happening, you're going to just keep seeing it and looking for it.
0: Yeah. uh, I was, I was trying to, to, I had this, this it's funny. I had this conversation with my kids the other day, a couple of them. We were having an argument because I was showing them statistics from 1990 until today Mm, and violent crime is down overall and has been trending down for a very long time. And you have blips and beeps and dips and peaks and stuff, but it's for the most part, it's a downward uh, thing. It's also worldwide, not just the States, but the one, the stats I was looking at were from the States and these are actual statistics. They're not, you know, some biased thing. It's just actual stats. Here are the raw numbers. They really had a hard time um, reconciling that because you know, in their minds, things are much that you're at any moment, you're going to get shot at any moment, you're going to get mugged at any moment, you're going to get whatever. And And I was trying to say, I understand being careful. I also understand that, you know, we live in a time where you're being blasted with information all the time. But I think it helps sometimes to fall back on numbers and just look at the raw data, if you have it to look at mm-hmm. and just right. see what what is actually going on versus what you think is going on or or just at least challenge your own perceptions a little bit. F- yeah. No matter where they are, even if they're too pollyannish about where we are, you're going to find people who are way too way too positive during a negative. And yet that seems discordant as well. So, sure. I just think there's a there's an opportunity when when numbers are available like yours in Minnesota and these for what my argument, it's a fun it's not fun, but it's a great way to look at it and go, Ah, I see the math." sometimes the math is the math is different than what i'm seeing and and it will help you i think it helped me yeah.
5: and I, you're answering his final question which was what do we do to reverse this yeah and you're you're exactly right what you're doing is shifting perception to more of grounded in reality right so that's helpful also just think about this for a moment if you go and this i'm going to give everyone this assignment um, but if you go into a situation Already ready for someone to be a jerk, you're just more likely to find it than you are if you are going in with a different expectation. Now, that's why it's so shocking when you're in some kind of retail experience and someone is losing their mind and you're just like, what? Because that is not what you expected going in there, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the more sort of protected you act, and I mean, I could take this all into individual psychology on another day, but like the more protected you are acting, the more. Weary you are of everyone's nuts and crazy. And like you're just going to keep seeing it when it may not fully be there or overreacting or being proven right or whatever it might be because you are just trying to protect yourself, right? You're scared. But Mm -hmm. if you back it up to where is your information coming from, is it fact? Is it fiction? Is it someone flaming fiction, which I think is a real thing where. They get you terrified. I mean, I don't know if I came in your house and I started screaming fire, what are you going to do? You're going to respond. Your body's going to go, what? And you're going to be ready. Now, if I'm telling you, you cannot go to the grocery store because, oh, perfect one is Halloween candy with razor blades in it. (laughs) Right? Right. You're going to act really different. And the truth is there were never razor blades in candy or whatever. And- the truth is candy so expensive now. No one's going to take the time to put razor blade. Oh, there.
0: no. It's like the fentanyl okay. thing. It's okay. like, oh, they're going to lace your candy with fentanyl. No. Right. Fentanyl is the business. If they sell fentanyl, they're not giving it away on Halloween.
5: That's not how it works. Just it's to business. scare you.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah.
5: No. But we have a, a need to assuage fear. And when fear is presented in any way, we're going to do it in certain ways. Right. And so so it's think of it as priming. You are being primed to see something bad. And then, when you do see something bad, you are you're escalated already, right? There isn't sort of the ramp up time, and that's kind of what I think about sometimes with different folks. And you know, if your ramp is one inch because you're walking around mad, no. <laughs> like okay, and so you may and like if if I would say there's a global bigger thing happening is people feeling destabilized, um, people having such constant flow of negative information. Um, doom scrolling being a, a good example of you're just ingesting over and over that it's all a bad thing and all a bad place, right? right? And doesn't mean we don't have problems. It's just, it's really hard to tackle actual problems if you're fighting, you know, sort of riled up versions of problems. Um, anyway, but if you, but you're you primed already and then you're exploding at the gas station attendant, clearly your ramp, you've got something else that leads up to that. So is there more people in that position? And the answer might be, yeah, Maybe maybe that's really what we're seeing. Um, People feel less secure. There's less safety net things. I just saw the worst thing the other day as some girl took her, some 26 year old took her friend to a concert so she could get help in the medical tent because she can't afford the medical
1: care. Oh no, really? Oh God. just So just went to the concert just for the medical care.
5: Yeah. Went for the medical (laughs) care because it's cheaper. And you're like, okay, okay, that will destabilize a whole community who thinks, okay, well, I don't have access to healthcare. How do I, you know, like you you just hear those stories and it builds up the thing and you're like, I mean, I go into my doctor stuff and just be like, Are you guys ready to just rob me blind? And they're like, What? I mean, I have insurance, but you wouldn't think the way I feel, (laughs) because I clearly pay a little too much attention to that because I've had some hard things happen. So I'm already prepped for medical to screw me over, right? And so you can just if everyone could take a step back and have some honesty with themselves, like what are the things that are already getting you wild up? So you only have an inch to give. And maybe we ought to work on some of that. Mm, right. Mm. Um, and then if you're perceiving everything as that, and then I get to look at your podcast list and it's full of murder and rape and pillaging. Well, okay, maybe you're prepped, you're primed. Right. So this would be a fun experiment if people are willing to try it. Prime yourself for one or the other this week. Just plan a date, (laughs) plan a time to go into the public square and interact with people and prime yourself. You can do, this is obviously a really rigorous study. You can either (laughs) um, pay attention to like, okay, let's, let's come up with two things to um, consume. So find a good news I think it's a good news network on Instagram and Facebook. And then there's another one. Good news. Anyway, but you just read about some cool thing Somebody did, right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Find your hero, read about something amazing that was created or built or something. Find, right? that, find just, that
1: John Krasinka, Krasinski podcast or the YouTube show that he was doing. Yeah, for a while. That was good. I like that.
5: Yeah. Find something like that and just consume it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and have it be a decent 15, 20 minutes worth of consuming and then go drive. And or go into a store and or interact in the public. Right. Just prime yourself and kind of see what happens to you in in some of those interactions. Now, do the opposite. I want you to listen to the scariest murder mystery podcast (laughs) or the (laughs) or watch a bunch of people fighting in the street. Watch a protest that has gone really bad or whatever. Just like prime yourself or people are terrible and they are they don't have my best interest at heart and I got to protect myself and then go do the same thing. And you will have maybe different experiences. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't done this. I just know personally, I can make this fluctuate, fluctuate pretty easily with what I'm paying attention to. Hmm. Um, And you know, Thanksgiving's coming up folks. You're going to have conversations maybe with people who you don't see eye to eye with about certain topics. Um, You can use this little trick and prime yourself for compassion or prime yourself for, neutrality or non-engagement, if that needs to be the thing, or um, my favorite phrase I heard recently was to say, oh, that's funny. You would think I would want to talk about that.
3: Mm, (laughs)
5: Or they bring up something crazy and you just go, oh, that's interesting (laughs) that you would choose this location for this kind of conversation. You know, you just kind of flip it back with like questioning your judgment to have this with me right now. Um, But just sort of like, how would you handle that versus all right, I'm watching Fox news all morning and I'm ready to fist fight my brother-in-law as soon as we sit down at the table. Right. Mm-hmm. Like try it, prime yourself slightly differently and see, see how,
0: happens. I like it. I like that a lot. Uh, this is great. I, this is one, you know, what? sometimes you guys will feed off a topic and then you'll send us a thing that's just sort of connected. This is a great one for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. feel free to, you know, to branch out from stuff we cover and send emails like this. Cause I think this is a great one. Um, this is yeah. good Wendy. Are you uh so so it's going good realsteps.org nobody can sign up on yeah, it right though. Yeah,
5: that's great. We got there we're done for this round so you just have to just be You just sad. have to sit there and groove uh, on it. Yep. Just kidding. just groove it. Yeah. Uh no, yeah, we'll, we'll more information will come about other things but yeah, this round has started and
0: Fantastic. People are loving it. Yeah. So we I, are
5: happy to have them They're so cool. Everyone's so great.
0: They are great. Go uh, b-
5: Talk Yeah. Talk about like um we weeding yourself out <laughs> Or also perception, right? Like maybe these guys are really bad. But truthfully, like just the kindest, coolest people. And I always come back to this, Started tying this back to the email, is like if I focus on what amazing things people are doing because there are endless amazing things people are doing yeah. and just simple kindnesses that are happening, if you just pay attention to it, it will It will shift what you think of a person as.
2: Yeah.
5: I, I love this phrase, and I, I use this with parents all the time, that you have a good kid having a hard time Yeah. when, and that is every human being. They are basically at their core good having a hard time. Yeah. And they may have been having a hard time for so long. It feels really hard yeah. to see that good part.
2: Yeah.
0: But
5: you'd be amazed if you just kind of put that on your t-shirt and live that a little bit and just say, Oh, I'm going
0: to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do a shirt that says I am a kid having a hard time. <laughs> just oh. a
5: kid having a hard time. <laughs>
0: Uh, we'll have a fantastic week, and may all your Peters say waint. We'll see you next time. Bye now. <laughs> uh, all right. Well done. Yeah. Good stuff today. Good. Yeah, I like that. Um Brian, we gotta we gotta go. But before we do, yeah. Jeff Sire wrote in said this. Okay. Scott and Brian, how do you pronounce pe- pedant or pedant? I assume pedant. those are the two choices. Pedant. Or- I
1: I've never heard the root of pedantic. Uh, said on its own. I think, obviously, the joke is we're we're pedantic, coming yeah. from the guy who has sent me uh, sent us thirteen emails uh, <laughs> since uh, September first to to correct stuff that we've said on the show or yeah. address you know yeah, um, yeah. I might pronounce favorite. it sire is sire how I might yeah uh, that's how I might pronounce that word
0: sire is what I say. <laughs> Uh, no, we love we love trips, random messages and emails, but boy, that guy. I think it's his hobby. He's like he's listening. We say something dumb, and he's like, "I'm firing one off. Here it Exactly. Comes.
1: Exactly. So uh, Zoe says it's pronounced pedant, even even emphasis on both syllables. Okay,
0: so pedant, pedant, p or pedant,
1: pedant, pedant.
0: So pedantic. Yeah ped and not pedant pedantic
1: i've you know pedantic you obviously put the emphasis on the middle syllable but uh like we're doing exactly what he doesn't want us to do well hold on let's talk about pedantic yeah, let's do pedantic longer. for the next half yeah.
0: hour so we can get three more yeah. emails out of jeff that'd be great yeah. Uh, well, there you go. And uh, a quick reminder that we are supported by Patreon. Yeah, that's right. You guys know this. We've been doing it since 2014. And because of it, it is the thing that keeps the lights on around here. So if you're thinking, well, how can I continue or, or start to be a reason why those lights stay on? Easy. Patreon.com slash TMS. A bunch of you will be there tomorrow for our, our couch party. Uh, if you're not there live, we'll make sure to put it up for everyone else. And you're like, whoa, you can get that? Yeah, you can. You can also get pre-show content every day. Lots of other cool stuff, including art I just sent to the printer to have sent to you. Ooh. Yeah, cool. Yeah. We got those cool, pins cool. coming at some point. Uh, they're not pins. Oh, the yeah. um, uh, Magnets, right?
1: Oh, darn. I was excited we had pins. Yes, the magnets are uh, coming. <laughs> I've had nothing but, it's like, oh, cool, we have pins coming? No, you're talking about the thing I'm doing right here. These yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah, look at those. Um, those cool. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've actually got paid projects going through the printer right now. Somebody needed 43 miniatures. Uh, great, easy to print, easy to clean up. I'm not sure how the heck I'm going to ship 43 miniatures without little tiny swords or little tiny daggers or things like that breaking off. So I've really got to figure out the uh, the best way to ship these.
0: Oh, that's a really good point. Like, what are you going to yeah. do?
1: One yeah, big the, everything else about it is really easy. Like loading up the printer and cleaning things and making sure they look good and they printed fine. But it's like, oh, no, I've got a bunch of uh, – because you don't want to cure those with the – the supports on them. You want to take the supports off before you you cure them with the ultraviolet light. Right.
0: And uh, that makes them hard and that makes them a little bit more brittle. Yeah. I don't know. Because someone's it's, holding out a sword like this, that's a little skinny arm with a little
1: skinny exactly, sword. Exactly, exactly. So I've just basically got to Really figure out some clever padding to make these things not hit each other or hit the sides of the box or anything like that. It's going to be, yeah. it's going to be some 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 work. It uh, does sound like work. All, That'll be yeah. fun though.
0: Uh, let me ask you this though. So this is going yes. to get Jeff all fired up. But do you say pins yes. or pens when you talk about like push pins or a pin you would wear, like I, a
1: thumbtack pin? You would say thing.
0: pin, right? I say, right? Pin. Yeah. I say like pin If also. I'm bowling,
1: yeah. if I'm bowling, I'm trying to hit the pins. Yeah, I'm I not never, trying to hit the pens.
0: Yeah, I never say pens. Who says I'm pens? Not
1: drinking, I'm not drinking milk. I'm drinking milk. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, drinking, you know, I'm a, I'm not, uh, this I, is my leg, not my leg.
0: My league. My, my league. leg. My leg. Yeah, there's a one that people say. Yeah. My dad said crick instead of creek. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun one. Warsh, I'm sure. <laughs> warsh was a good one growing up.
1: Tina's mom says warsh. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Never change mom, Tina's mom. Uh, Well, that's it for today's show. We're going to get out of here now. We got music request, probably, of some sort. Yeah, we
1: do. This one's going out to uh, Zach Poignier, uh, who says, Hey, Speedo and Banana Hammock. Look at that. Two two words for the same thing with... uh, S&B. On November 9th I will be turning 44 so I'm requesting a cover. Growing up when riding in the car with my father, he liked country and I liked rock. We compromised with oldies. My favorite was The Lion Sleeps Tonight by The Tokens. So, if you have a modern cover of that song or a cover song of a Pearl Jam song, which might be considered an oldie nowadays, uh, would be an awesome present for this guy. Can I get a cool sound effect or two about Jackie Chan or something funny of your choosing?
0: Jackie Chan, um, oh man, uh, yeah. hey, hold on. I have. Do I have any Jackies? Uh, I'm searching here. Okay, yeah, here's a. J- uh, holy crap! I know we've recorded him doing something. Oh, uh, the, uh, what's that one we love? Um, Super Cup. Uh, no, Rebel of the Bronx. No, where no. he goes. Uh, uh it's a. <laughs> A tuxedo the spy next door it's where he says no the thing he says he says um
1: oh yeah 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 It's a something uh,
0: with the fruit or something What does he
1: say uh oh shit hold on yeah no he says uh peter piper picked a. oh peter something.
0: piper played at the flute or something like that
1: yeah something like that exactly
0: okay hold on let's find it yeah that I should be this. the thing
1: that helps you find it
0: oh i found it here we go enjoy
1: he has a Peter Piper playing the flute.
0: There you go. <laughs> there we go.
1: There you There's your Jackie Chan, Zach. He says, by the way, I saw carbonated marinated meat on a Google search. Is that what y'all are talking about, Scott? No, that's uh, where you do no, the soda it's, thing. That's Dr. Pepper chicken. That's a whole thing. No, um, but I hope. appreciate
0: everyone hunting it down. It's not that it, though. So everyone just know that we have, that one's put to bed. We know it's not marinating in Dr. Pepper. It's something else. It's just, <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. All right. So. Let's get to let's get to this. So the lion sleeps tonight. Uh, we all know the tokens cover. You know, hearing uh, Timon and Pumba cover that one uh, for Lion King. We're not going to get. We're not going to go down that uh, rabbit hole, of course. Again, but what you don't know is that that all comes from something way, 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 way older. Um, the, uh, the 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 song uh, really came from an old um, African uh, chant called Mbube. M mm. b u b e. I'm sorry. M b u b e. Yeah, exactly. And Weem Away started out as Mube. Oh, uh, oh, interesting. The, the sound. Mm. And before it was the lion sleeps tonight, it was uh, a song by um, uh, kind of the earliest you can find that goes back is uh, Solomon Linda was the original writer and performer of this. Um, here is a version that that tuck that goes back to those roots of the song, performed by uh, Lady Smith Black Mambazo, who we loved uh, uh, as part of the Paul Simon album, Graceland. So, this is the original, covered by them more in the spirit of the original than the tokens line Sleeps Tonight, if that helps. Uh, it's Mbube, or Wimaway, um performed by Lady Smith Black Mambazo.
0: Here it is. We'll be back Monday. Plus a bunch of other stuff this week. We got core and film sack, and mm-hmm. you know Coverville, Coverville today. just yeah. the
1: connection tomorrow. Just yeah,
0: a load of good. load of content, man. So yep, get big gear up, everyone. We'll see you on Monday.
4: A family live close to the jungle. At the end of the day. They all sit together around the fire. They have their supper, then relax and talk a little. The youngest boy becomes afraid. He hears all the sounds of the wild animals in the forest. Cheetahs, wolves, jackals, and lions. He starts crying at the darkness and wild sounds that fill him with fear. Then his mother, takes him in her arms and sings to him the family is always strong together they protect one another grandparents his father and mother uncles aunts cousins brothers and sisters they all join and sing together soon he falls asleep only the beautiful song fills his ears